0: To creative Reboot, the ultimate podcast for creative souls, small business owners, side hustlers, and dream chasers.
1: I'm Carla, brand photographer and visual magic maker for colourful magical weirdos and
0: also a professional multipod. And I'm Sarah, creative copywriter and branding photographer for awesome female business owners and aspiring author. Yeah,
1: Welcome to the last episode of season three. Woohoo! Where did that go? Oh my goodness. Where, where did 10 weeks
0: flown, go? It's madness.
1: Flown by. Totally flown by. Um, so you've got us today, which is lovely. We've had some fabulous guests. And um, today we thought we'd end on um, on a bit of a whopper.
0: Yes. We
1: thought we'd talk about money mindset.
0: Money. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, I feel like we need a dun-dun-dun. <laughs> we do. We need a little,
1: yeah. Um, because... I mean, money is the thing, isn't it? Money is the thing that you don't want to think about because you want to do your fabulous creative thing. But Mm -hmm. money is the thing that kind of gets in the way and it, like, lubricates the path. And it's just... It allows you
0: to do a hell of a lot. That's the thing, doesn't it? So, I mean, my
1: favourite quote about money is that money doesn't buy happiness, but it's much, much more comfortable to cry in a Mercedes than on a bicycle. (laughs) Um, And it's true. Like, money does not buy happiness. The things that make me the happiest have actually got fuck all to do with money. But smoothing it smooths things it does remove worries i think having enough money smooths the way through life
0: um you can buy stuff which is always nice you know so
1: and yet what is the thing that most creatives struggle the most with sarah oh pricing
0: yes charging yes
1: taking money for their delightful thing that they're doing that they just i don't feel like i should charge because i just love it so much and i should just do it for free and i would do it for free so i should do it for free and but, you yeah, know, that.
0: unfortunately, free does not pay your mortgage or your bills or, you know, put food in your stomach either, does it? So,
1: no, yes. Um, and then on the flip side of that, we've got, well, the same side of the it's not even a different side of the same coin is it um but the um there is a a terrible prolif oh my god why am i saying proliferation when i can't speak today you just
0: said it just then literally
1: i know i'm gonna try and say it again it's not gonna come out there is a terrible proliferation of uh people who think that they can pay you in exposure yes and that they will the the, if you do this there'll be more work And and i'm my response is what more free work don't need that thanks though
0: yeah. Um, yeah.
1: But but there's I think the combination of being reluctant to charge our worth and also tying up our worth with who we are rather than what we do.
0: Yeah, it is really hard to put a value on yeah. something that's so personal, isn't it really? So Yeah. Yeah.
1: And you're right, it comes back to that thing where it's like it's a little bit of us out there wandering around doing its thing. Yeah. It's difficult to price up. Um but but pricing aside, I think our attitude to money in general can can be interesting as a creative i think our relationship with money is a, an ever-changing weird i can alien tell thing. you
0: my money my relationship with money has not been good for a very 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 long time um yeah it probably doesn't help that you know i got myself in into extraordinary debt when i was younger <laughs>
1: Extraordinary—that's a wonderful Extraordinary. word
0: to describe debt. <laughs> I don't mind telling people my number now. I had five credit cards and I had about thirty thousand pounds worth of debt on them. Oh, don't get your drink out. I should not drink be drinking <laughs> when you said that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so my relationship with money, money was 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 really um, quite strained for a long, long time. Because,
1: do you have any? Sorry, that hmm. was a. Were you, were you about to say something? I don't else? know what I was about I to say to... then and then I paused oh, okay. for
0: waiting to I was hear you. So. Just thinking yes
1: do you have because i know obviously you've done a lot of work on your money mindset with this year yes. and well recently but also specifically this year mm-hmm. which is where um partly the inspiration for this episode came from do you have any insight into why you ran up so much debt or why like what you were doing differently then do have you
0: come <sighs> was, around
1: any of that or oh uh, if you're willing to share obviously yeah yeah, yeah.
0: no it's very, it's very simple i was young naive and i had no idea how to handle myself when it came to money i um it especially credit cards i was the first credit card i was offered i snapped it up with open open you know arms wide open great free money i had no concept of the idea of that i would have to pay this money off Interesting. um and then you know you, you you rack up one credit card and they give you another one because they're fools or very very See, clever i don't know
1: <laughs> this is where i'm very intrigued because yet again you and i have opposite stories mm. Do sometimes wonder how we're friends. No, I don't really. <laughs> no. Well
0: that's exactly I, why we're friends.
1: Probably. Yeah. I couldn't get a credit card for the longest time. Oh. Um, just because the bank account I had, like, wasn't and then when I got to I think the first time I tried to well certainly they didn't add they like when I got to eighteen and I was allowed to have one, they didn't offer me one. And then I vividly remember getting my first one about six months into my uni career and it had a £500 limit. In fact, I've still got it with a £500 limit because yep. it's so hard to increase the increase the limit on that particular card. First from my bank. And um, I then got a placement year and as part of the placement year, I needed to buy a train ticket, which was four and a half grand and I needed to buy a suit because, I, well, probably two suits because I did not own a freaking suit at that mm. point, at least for the interviews and stuff. But I certainly needed it for, you know, smartish working I needed just a little bit of like before I got paid for the internship, I needed to get through through my first month of the internship. And I went to the bank and I actually had a meeting with an actual bank manager. That's how old I am. (laughs) And they wouldn't do it. And they wouldn't give me any more, and I was like, "But but five hundred pounds is not even going to get me to work for like two weeks because a I live thing, Ireland, way it? away from London." Yeah. <laughs> and i uh, unfortunately, I was then very lucky that my parents stepped in and uh, work also. Once I I sort of explained the situation sheepishly to my new boss, and they had a very good season ticket loan, which no one had thought to tell me about. Oh wow! So he explained that to me and got me on that, and that was fine. And then it came out of my salary, so that was cool. Um, but I I found it I found it so like. No one gives me credit cards. No one wants to give me, and I've got. I think I've got not a particularly good credit rating because I've never had. I've never had loans. I've never had credit yeah, cards. Interesting. So. But now, because I don't have much of a credit rating, no fucker will give me any credit. This so it's like problem, a really weird, whereas you've probably got brilliant credit because
0: you had some <laughs> and then you paid it back. Well, so. at the time that I had, you know, £30,000 in, in debt on five credit cards, I don't think my well, credit maybe rating not so much, was very no. good I'm just then, fascinated but...
1: as to how you managed to get five credit cards because I just, even now I've only got two. and yeah. not do you know what? Keep,
0: I, so. I was doing that, uh, do you remember when they used to talk about card tarting and you'd, you'd transfer cards across yes Um. Because you were chasing after the 0 percent, but I was no good at then closing the the old accounts. That's the problem, and I kept on ah. spending on them. So, that is but the, yeah, you're you know, to
1: use them to pay off the previous yeah, one, yeah, not to yeah, add absolutely. to it. I, yeah. I was,
0: yeah, you know, it was like 22, 23 It was free money as far as I was concerned, and that was enough. What so. did you spend it on? Do you do
1: you have this? Is the
0: disappointing thing not an awful lot. <laughs> Certainly, nothing Is like, really if you had
1: like a car or a, no. Know, something. No. Oh, I had I had a, I had
0: a but... car on hire purchase on top of that that debt as well. So, oh, my houses.
1: Okay.
0: Um. Yeah. No. Th- that was the. you know that was that was probably the big realization for me was when I actually went back and looked at, at all the debt and looked around me. I was renting a one a bedroom in a house share and, you know, there's only so much stuff you can fit in a bedroom Fitting, anyway. Yeah. So I yeah, looked yeah. around and thought I don't actually know what I've spent all this money on because I can't really see anything here. So um i mean some of and it was probably spent s- on experiences like going to new york and stuff like oh, that of course, which
1: of course but but did that realization change your mindset did it make you suddenly was it a sudden yeah, thing Or was absolutely. it a was realization it was quite
0: sudden moment. for me it was it, it was it basically put me off the idea of any kind of loans credit cards spend you know spending money that i didn't have basically um for, for pretty much Well, even, even still it still lingers even now i'm very mm. i am very averse to um uh, to credit cards now i absolutely despise them um but now i live in canada and credit cards are a thing um probably more of a thing than a debit card is and that upsets me greatly yeah, because yeah, i remember learn... you saying
1: when you first put in there that you we i think when we got it last year we wanted to get zoom or something Yes, yeah, yeah and, and i you couldn't were like, I can't literally because couldn't. i can't do it on my debit card and no. i was like what do you mean you can't put your debit card online what kind of weird country oh, is this it's the bizarre <laughs> thing, the most Carla, bizarre honestly, thing. yeah canada seems so far ahead of us in so many ways and then there's odd things that i'm just like what mm-hmm. so yes no i do i do remember you saying about it it's interesting actually because the last year has changed my credit card habits massively um so i um normally don't use my credit card except for big purchases and then i i only do it when i know i've got the money and then i do on the credit card for the protection yeah. and then I will pay it back
0: immediately that month So, oh in that case I mean, honey, your credit rating that's is been probably fine, fine so, oh do you think Yes. okay
1: and then <laughs> this year I've just been spending all of my grocery shopping all of mum's grocery shopping all of the like random extra bits that we've needed that's been shopping online I've got an absolutely horrendous stationery bill <laughs> I've got a lot of stationery I year. love that you um, have this
0: horrendous stationery bill stationery I think that's wonderful yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> it's not even the ink drop stationery bill it's just my it's own just personal fair, stationery yeah. usage <laughs> um, things like a new printer all the that broke in the early part of 2020 like i just put everything on my credit card mm. and um but i have still been paying it off in full every month so yeah. i will still only spend what i have yes or what i know i can pull in so for example like when um so i had i had a month where i think my microphone my keyboard and my printer all died in the same month which was helpful thanks universe um and so i spent the like 800 quid that that all came to and then i just tried to get a bit more money in client wise the next month and that was kind of, Out of so... interest
0: though that that way that thing there where you say about you you spent money on your credit card but then you pay it off in full where did you learn that carla because that took me a long long time to learn oh that. that's what my parents have always done ah, okay. spend
1: on their credit card and they pay it pay it off every month that's yeah what so that's honestly like, a thing For a long time i refuse to do it because i can spend more on the credit card than i physically have to pay off yeah in my younger days so when i wasn't earning as much and i didn't really have enough money to live i tried not to use my credit card because mm-hmm. I would budget for what I'd spent in my debit card. And then if I used my credit card, then I got to the end of the month was like, fuck, I've got to find three or four or five or 600 pounds to pay. And it just wasn't, yeah. it was like robbing Peter to pay Paul. Um. Now I only use the credit card up to a point that I, it's much easier now as well, because we've got banking apps and we've got online banking. Yes. So you can, oh, see also, so you can actually easier. see yeah. when it's creeping up a little bit. Yeah. And I have actually just today, funnily enough, done uh, my banking for April because we're recording a bit early. Sorry guys. Um, <laughs> And because I had paid car insurance, kayak, kayak insurance and roof rack all in the same month, <laughs> last month's credit card bill was fucking awful. But I also had lots of savings for all of those things. So I've just moved money around. Yeah. So it's about money shuffling. In fact, it's in my diary as money shuffling on the last day of the month. But, that's
0: what so I do. Th- I think this is probably then where the whole idea of money mindset comes mindset. in, because I didn't have that kind of... My parents didn't have a lot, bless them. And I'm I'm not even convinced they had credit cards, to be honest. They may have had one, but it was for emergencies. I, I never mean, really knew about it.
1: I do secretly wonder if in my parents' younger years, they, they for similar reasons, lived on credit cards because they didn't have the money. Mm. But by the time I came along, because they did have me late, by the time I came along, that, that was their kind of MO. They still didn't have loads of money, but they... Yeah.
0: They figured it out by that. then.
1: So
0: yeah, they figured it out by then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like that. Yeah. I, I, won, I think that was where probably the interest about money mindset came for me was this idea of is it part of my upbringing that I've, you know, that I'm that uh, the way I'm dealing with money. Is, yeah, you is, know. It, is it
1: kind of ingrained rather than? Yeah, I mean for me
0: as well. The, the 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 I think the biggest thing that came about was, um, you know, I've been running a business since 2012 part time. Yes, admittedly. But I wasn't making any money with it. I was literally probably breaking even every single year, which is a lot of years to be breaking even in a business, really, even a part-time
1: one. At least one. you were breaking even, Chick. I got money back from HMRC most years. Oh, the few years I did I
0: was a few years too, so. so. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, at so. least you were like at least hitting the break-even point. <laughs> but my the, the point is that I I realised that if I wanted to go full-time with this business and actually start making some money from it, I needed to get serious about how what I thought about money do you know it's really
1: interesting because i i think the first time although i obviously have had good habits
0: ingrained into me
1: i also used to spend a lot of money on random shit Mm. and when i say random shit i never regret how much i spend on books because that is always that's not random that's totally random. that's great (laughs) but when i am unhappy or when i am bored Mm. or when i am just not fulfilled in any way um you know like all the different ways that you can be purposeless and unfulfilled and blah um I spend my lunch breaks buying shit and I spend my weekends buying shit and I had a similar similarization to you so particularly in the London job when I was in my early early to mid 20s I guess um, and I (laughs) I was actually on a reasonable salary and I looked and I was paying an okay uh, rent as well at times although I was obviously paying rent it wasn't a stupid stupid amount And I remember thinking, I should have more money than this at the end of the month. I should. So I went back through my receipts. I went back through my receipts in my bank account and I was buying makeup and I was buying magazine magazines mm. bloody hell i bought a magazine the other day and it was seven pounds so, when did magazines get to be seven pound no wonder i had no sodding money don't. i picked up um, one in the,
0: in the store here the other day and it's uh, the, the type of magazines that i now reach for are the very pretty was ones it, with the. was it
1: bella grace or which is beautiful something like, like 25 dollars uh, or something Magnolia yeah. or whatever and they're like yeah, 18 yeah. 19 dollars i'm like yeah that about, yeah i will go buy a book for they're that they're amazing but they're extortionate yeah. yeah um yeah similar thing so i was i was buying um and i was buying like I don't know, notebooks. Again, Mm -hmm. I don't regret notebooks, but there are only. This is pre ink drops, to be fair. Um, There are only so
0: many notebooks one woman can
1: actually use, own, and fit in her quite small flat. You you
0: actually just said that, Carla. I don't think we can be friends anymore.
1: Oh. I mean, I. It led to me starting a stationery company, so I now have a whole office full of boxes of notebooks. Does
0: that make it better? Okay, fine, yes.
1: <laughs> but yeah, so, I, but I, I do vividly remember looking at just sitting, it was one Sunday and I was sitting, just printed out all my bank statements, and looking at them and just being like, I haven't got anything to show for this. I've got, like, posh bagels. And yeah. and yes, like, I enjoyed eating the posh bagels. And yes, I enjoyed, you know, the high-end cake that I'd bought for a friend's birthday, whatever. Like, those things I don't regret, but I also had absolutely fuck all to show for it. Yeah, I had no savings, I had no equipment, I had no. <laughs> yeah, it was not, it was really bizarre, um, and the thing that changed for me was wanting to save for my car. So when I went from my, when my first car broke, and I wanted to save for my little poppy, my sports car. Um, that was the point at which I stopped buying shit and saved because there was a motivator. Mm. And, and I feel like for me, that was my big mindset shift. So, yeah. which is interesting. But, but then the second, the second big mindset shift was, um, so that was saving for Poppy. I think had I not started a business, I would have gone back to just spending money again. But oh, by the I time I got the car, I then also discovered that what I really wanted was to be self-employed, which I'd sort of suspected for a while. And I'd found Marianne and I'd, um, done some, um, yeah, some courses and stuff. And so, and so then all of my money went into my business from then onwards. Still fucking all goes into my business, to be fair. But yeah, so it's an interesting, interesting one, isn't it? Like that, there are moments for us.
0: Oh, definitely. Yeah. As you were talking there, I was suddenly realising, yeah, that that um, spending money on absolutely like just shit, basically. That yeah. that was me with those credit cards. That is exactly what yeah. I was doing with them. And it wasn't, you know, I would say don't certainly don't regret anything that i spent the money on but i had nothing to show for it really yeah, that's
1: exactly how i feel like it was it was fun and it was lovely and it was i think for, for me at least it was partly filling a hole yes like i was I was definitely and, and yeah. that, that hole was filled by the fulfillment i got from running a business running a blog
0: ah interesting you know
1: creating that stuff so because i had something i was making i wasn't then worrying about like i wanted to buy supplies but i wasn't buying random shit for no reason which yeah. was really i used to spend a lot of money on craft supplies that never got used <laughs> like almost like if i bought the craft supplies i would be a crafty person but i didn't have any fucking time to make exactly cra- like... yeah if you're not
0: actually there making the thing it's not really working yeah. is it so i'm
1: also interested that this is the most i've sworn in any episode this season do you think
0: that's related to it being about money yes totally <laughs> 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 because actually let, let, this, let's talk about that. that that was that's that has been for the longest time my thoughts and feelings about money and and I don't know whether it's because I've always tied it in with numbers, and numbers is a thing I do not like. I've, I will freely admit I've never liked numbers. Um, but you did
1: say just now that now you like spreadsheets, or something. Wow. Well,
0: well, this is the thing. This is, this was this is the the money mindset thing, and you know we 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 we've put a question down here to to talk about this whole is it woo idea because it's a mindset thing, and I think it's the practicalities of it because I'm looking at it from the perspective of I want to run my business and I want to make money from my business developing that mindset has it's had a practical outcome so i don't know whether that's just made it much easier for me to to actually throw my head into it and to you know to embrace these spreadsheets
1: well i think it's interesting i think that anything that you do um is easier to continue with when you can see results quite quickly exactly yes so i mean you know business is a classic example if you start a business and you can't you don't sell anything for six months you're going to feel discouraged whereas mm. if you if you start a business and you sell a few things in the first month and then you don't sell anything for six months you've got that first bit of like encouragement to hang on i mean you know the real the reality is lots of businesses don't sell a huge amount in the first six months yeah you know, and that's fine yeah but i think the difference the the, the difference is in your mindset because you've got that kind of hope to hang on to so actually if you decided to work on your money mindset and then saw some actual changes happening yeah then you're much more likely to. This is a boringly logical explanation, isn't it? No, but it makes um, sense. Okay, let's, but yeah, let's, you're much more likely to then continue to do those things and continue to see the results because you can see the results in a delightfully circular fashion.
0: And let's and let's make this a little more interesting to listen to because I don't mind sharing numbers. Yeah. It doesn't bother me okay. at all. Before okay. I started tackling money mindset, so we're talking about toward the beginning of last year, really, I was probably pulling in around about five or six hundred dollars a month. By October of last year, I'd taken in five thousand. So that for me, that was the, the, was that, the that was shift. the big shift. It it proved to me that focusing on. It, not in a way of not, but not not becoming obsessive about it. I, I'm not no, obsessive about but, money. But what you
1: focus, what you put your focus on, grows.
0: Yes, absolutely. So, definitely. so
1: I'm I'm interested then um, to talk a little bit about money blocks or releasing or mm. getting over or whatever you want to call it. Money blocks because last year was also um, quite pivotal for me for well several reasons. Um, so I had said at the beginning of uh, last year, beginning of 2020, that I wanted to have a 4k month, a 5k month, and a 10 k month Mm -hmm. and i had my 10k month in april 2020 because the fucking pandemic happened and i got a grant for my studio that was not the way i planned to have a 10k (laughs) month um but you have to be a little bit careful see this is where sometimes you have to be a little bit careful what you wish for
0: well this is true absolutely i got
1: my 10 grand in a month but But that's not how i wanted to make it it, not from like you can't leave the house you can't work you might have to shut everything down like your business is broken. That was not what I wanted. Um, and I know I'm very, well, I say I'm very lucky, actually. A couple of people have set me right on that. So I spent all of last year going, oh, I'm so lucky to have got that grant. And they were like, but you took a risk by opening premises. Yeah, and I was like, oh yeah. I forgot about, yeah. Like three and a half years beforehand. I think that's the other thing to point out. I have, I have been in my studio for three and a half years. It's not a a, a new thing. To, well, I suppose it's relatively new, but it's as old as my business. Um, And yeah, so I had my 10K month and then I had um, a 5K month, and then everything got cancelled. And then I finally had a 4K month at the end of the year. So um, the, so the 5K and the 4K were earnings. Um, but at the beginning of the year, I was in a similar position to you where I was like, actually, some months I make 250 In fact, I don't even make £250. I yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I turn over £250. And um, and I do think more people need to talk about and, and don't get me wrong, I'm still not a consistent... So so some months I'm very much still feast and famine, but I think that's at least partly because we're still coming out of COVID. Yes. So I have had some stuff where I booked a really good February and then couldn't shoot anything in February Mm. because we were still in lockdown. So that's all kind of, but then that means I'm probably likely to have a bumper April and May because now I'm fitting in three months, four months worth of clients into six weeks. So it's a weird one, um, Mm. but I do think we need to talk about it more. Um, Hang on, I've got two, two tangents. For tangent number one, talk about it more because nobody talks about the point where you are spending more than you're earning and you can't see a way out. Yes. And I think pricing and mindset have equal parts to play in that and probably marketing the second tangent which is where i started because this is how my brain functions um is that i having although those particularly the 10k one for me it didn't come about through my bookings and it didn't come about through how i wanted it but i set my sights on having it and it happened in that year Mm. and although that sounds completely and utterly insane that has broken my block about well you can't earn 10k in a month i'm like well you can yes and I know yeah. that technically it wasn't earned, it was a grant, but,
0: but it's still having, money it that went so into silly, your account. No, but no, money no. went
1: into my account and seeing that money go into my account, because that is the most my business account had ever seen by quite a long way at that point. Yeah.
0: Um, well, I it. say it's to see that number in, in your account, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah it Definitely. absolutely has that
1: effect. Um, and so then so. a similar similar experience towards the end of the year, um, when we launched the Tempered website, I had, um, I can't share numbers for this because it's not, it's not totally mine to divulge, it's a jointly owned business, but... Uh, I had a figure and a stretch figure in my head, and in the first two months, we did ten times the stretch figure. Wow! Yeah, yeah. I mean, admittedly, my 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 targets were modest, but
0: but even that was, so, that was, that
1: was that was a product we had created. That was a website I had built. That was marketing I had done, and
0: that made a huge difference to my. Oh, we can do this. Yeah. I can totally do this. This is and thing. Do you know that that is it. I think it's that that idea of setting your mind to it. So you know, I when I first started started running my business full time. I said I wanted to I wanted to be take, take, not earning, taking in so revenue I wanted to be taking in five thousand dollars a month because that would give me
1: a reasonable yeah, that gives know, you your lifestyle. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Well would not quite I'd still wanna get more than that, but hey, you know, this is yeah. you've got to start small as far as far as I'm concerned. Yes. So you know But you'll be again, it's that what you put your focus on grows. Absolutely. You can... If, if you've got something
1: to build from it's easier to build than to start from scratch yes so if you've got to two thousand it's easier to build three thousand yeah and then to four and then to five and then beyond and then it. trying and to, to start from, can, from nothing
0: yeah to see that you yeah, can do that yeah. as well you know it's, it's like um, the first time i'm actually made the first it was uh yeah last october was the first month i hit my my monthly uh money goal thank you very much um uh, but then it was a bit of a well I need to see whether I can do the, again next month now, it or ends. is this a fluke you know <laughs> so.
1: yeah, yeah. It's, I think it's really interesting because I've also had a couple of conversations recently with some friends who have been having some coaching interestingly all with the same coach um but doing wildly different things, mm. and they are—they have all said to me separately, "Oh, you know," and I've just—I've just, I've just realised I can earn more than I did in my day job, or than I do in my day job. And I'm like, obviously, you could. That's one of the reasons I quit. Yeah. But but then I realised, as I said that to them, that I was like, oh yeah, when I left, and for such a long time for me, like I would say probably until mid—well tw- until early 2020, I had been working my socks off, and I never turned over more than my maximum day job salary in a month like as in god that was badly phrased so my take home from my day job was about 1700 and i never turned over more than
0: 1700 in a month so do you think and was that some sort of block going on there i think that was a block because that's not like
1: now it doesn't i mean yes some months i will only turn over a thousand depending on what i'm doing yeah there's months that i plan so i'm planning to take august off so i plan to have basically no income in august Mm -hmm. and that's fine because i'm balancing it with what i'm booking for july and september I'm so sorry, I've got hiccups because I'm drinking wine. I never drink wine. Um, it's not even alcoholic wine, but it's giving me hiccups. Um, but um, we said we were going to be real on this yeah, show, right? I was going, oh, maybe I should mute. And I was like, no, I'm going to hiccup my way through it. It's fine. Um, and I think that... That, yeah, I don't know what that block was. I don't know if it was a worth thing. I haven't quite got to the bottom of it yet. But there was definitely something there about this is what I was paid. Therefore, this is what I'm allowed to earn. Mm. Because I didn't love my job and I love my business. And there, there was something in there, I think, with that. Like, this is a really interesting in
0: concept, actually, because I've heard plenty of people say this. Like, I remember a, a guy that I knew who he had a business on the side whilst also working in the ambulance service with me. So we used to talk about this stuff quite a lot. And uh, then he he quit. Um very bravely one day. I was I was absolutely gutted because I was like, no, I should be doing oh. this first. But oh. <laughs> I
1: know
0: that feel. I know that feel. Slightly competitive edge going on. You there. grit your
1: teeth and you go, oh, I'm so happy
0: for you Yeah, so, yeah exactly. Yeah. But he, he went off away and did, and we we obviously stayed in touch. And I remember going to see him maybe about a year after he'd left, and he told me that very quickly, A, he'd made um uh, his income that he'd been getting from the ambulance service within about two months.
1: Mm-hmm. His
0: annual income mm-hmm. within about two months and from there was surpassing it by like 200% and mm-hmm. and I I can remember my jaw hitting the floor and he said you know he said if I'd have known this five ten years ago I would have left a lot sooner jumped. yeah, yeah definitely. exactly definitely
1: I mean I actually i i'm a great believer and this is maybe where i do get a bit woo i'm a great believer in that things happened when they were supposed to mm. so um, i do hold some regret that i didn't go self-employed earlier because one of the reasons i wanted to do it was to be able to work with my dad not work in his business but so we could like go and take our laptops to the pub together and yeah, stuff yeah. and obviously i didn't end up going um full-time or i didn't actually end up going part-time or full-time until after he passed away but I think that things are supposed to happen when they do because when I look at things like my support network and the people that I've bumped into and the the things things like the studio which has had such an impact on my money mindset. Mm. Um, also, interestingly, I think spending can... So I'm, I'm just going to just, just, just pop in there. Um, I like your story that shows... I think that shows really well that actually you don't need to be limited. But I think we are limited and I think for me, one of the things that... So I have chronically under careered myself in the working world in like job jobs proper jobs because I knew I wanted to escape and I didn't want to get to a point I've seen so many people get to a point where they're earning enough and their salary is enough that they can't leave because they have got no way of Replicating that, yeah. and I know I had some really interesting conversations the weekend. That I decided to hand my notice in. I was away with some friends, and it transpired that when I said, "Oh yeah, yeah," because I'll be able to, like, I can't see any reason why I wouldn't be able to, you know, match my take home and on part time hours, my take home was like, I don't know, just over a grand a month, and I couldn't see that being terribly difficult to earn with the work that I was doing. But of course, because we hadn't talked about specifics, and they're all in couples, and so have joint income, and so their household income was massively higher than mine for for the same time period and i think they were like but how are you going to make and it might have been i don't know four thousand or six thousand or and i was like oh yeah (laughs) i've deliberately kept myself because they and they they're all doing amazing things like they're all very talented women doing brilliant things and and i am also a talented woman and i can do brilliant things but i had kept myself small Mm. and now i can fly but part of me still thinks that i'm only worth what someone else is willing to pay me on a salary yeah. basis so that's what i've been battling past this is right. that that's this really is interesting that, um
0: that is that uh, do you, it's the phrase that that limiting that, limiting beliefs, limiting is that beliefs but the, the thing that i it, actually let's talk about pricing briefly there is that it's okay. that um idea of charging what you're worth I, I i have a bit of a dislike of that phrase charging what you're worth because i don't think it's necessarily about that even for creative people it's it is about the practical stuff as well about um you know what your overheads are and yes you know how much you need to pay yourself to you know to pay for your bills and and all those kinds of things i think it's a
1: really complicated equation because i think we have a tendency to place our worth it's wrapped up too much in our work Mm -hmm. and our worth is so
0: much more than that
1: however i also think pricing without any thought as to your worth And your talent and your skills is a stupid thing to do. Oh,
0: absolutely! So it's a it's a funny like because I know
1: people who say, "Oh, you should you know your work should be totally separate from your worth," and I'm like, no, I I disagree with that. No, but it's (laughs) the
0: idea of like, for example, um, I did I produced some pictures for an exhibition once. You remember, you came with me to. I do, um, I do. That was a fun exhibition. Pricing those photographs that I. That I framed, you know, I mounted and framed and everything. They were they were quite simply. There was nothing fancy about them. But I had to pay for the printing. I had to pay for the mounting. I had to pay for the framing, and then figure out what my worth was for these photographs. On top of that, what would you know? What would I be yeah. charging? That was a really different. When when I asked for advice from the, I think the lady who was running the exhibition, I said, you know, what what's the sort of was the ballpark that people are charging things for and she said it's, yeah is there
1: a, like a going rate yeah, yeah yeah and
0: she said no she said you should be charging what you think you're worth and i was like that's a that's a really hard question to ask a creative any creative person yeah. of themselves i think i wouldn't yeah. even have Although, a clue where to begin to be honest i still can't, I I'm, can't going to, that. I'm gonna
1: pop in my favorite thought there okay not my favourite thought but a thought that I, I pop in often I think it's harder for women than for men mm. because I've seen it at recruitment I've recruited and I've um had um, interviews not in my business but in my previous um life in, in the working proper job world um and men come to interview and they have like I, there, I think there is a statistic on it actually that they have like if they have Forty-eight percent of what's asked for, they'll apply and blag an interview, and women won't apply unless they have something like eighty-nine percent of what's asked for because they don't think they'll be good enough at the job. Wow!
0: So and I think of that that thinking. About I being do good think enough. in
1: terms of being being good enough and 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 worth, and I suspect. I mean, I don't know because I don't know anyone male who does what I do well enough to ask these questions Mm. but I suspect that men when pricing for they'll just go well I quite want to earn that much from it and that's the price they'll put on it and we're like will anyone pay that is it okay like is the work good is the framing oh I don't know like we do a lot more and I do think that is a female thing
0: Yeah. as
1: much as I would rather it wasn't (laughs) and I know that's a gross generalisation but yeah. Do you, th- do you agree? Or am I, I don't know. Yeah, like... no,
0: no, I can, I can, I, I can understand that definitely. Certainly, especially from like the first few years I was running my business, you know, if someone said that to me, that was a, whereas now I'm actually, you know, now because I've been doing money mindset and I'm like, well, actually this is what I want to be earning. So I know I need to be charging yeah. this amount. What was
1: interesting though, um, did it change for you consciously? So for me, there was a conscious shift in my mindset um, and my pricing mm. when I made the decision to go full time because when i made the decision to go full-time my business had to provide for me in a way that my business had not had to provide for me when i had a steady income from somewhere else so it wasn't i didn't i didn't fret so much about it i didn't worry so much about it i just put a figure on and was like yeah that's fine that'll do because i didn't really have any overheads because all of my overheads are being covered by my day job
0: yeah i suspect that was probably a big part of it definitely and when when it became my sole source of income it was like well now yeah. i have to make this work so yeah
1: uh,
0: it was uh, either and that suddenly or i, I was to looking back at back like, finding the job you know so. well it's
1: the, the first time for a long time I think I probably did right at the beginning but I know that in 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 2018 when I first went full-time I sat down that summer and I was like right what does this business cost me to run oh okay yeah and then i sorted out my pricing and then six months later i took on a freaking studio which (laughs) threw all my all my calculations out but has also been the most amazing thing to have so i no regrets but um like i'd I'd done all my numbers really carefully and worked everything out and then it was like oh now i've got quite a significant extra chunk of money going out every month okie dokie but of course it has also freed me up to be able to do things without having to pay out so some of my sheets obviously some of my sheets aren't there but some of my sheets i can do there without having to pay out for somebody else's studio so it it does balance well this is a good
0: point to make here actually i think probably one of the things i learned through money mindset is that actually i sometimes i have to spend some money to be able to make some money um, and yeah. before and to, i, I and actually, was very much of the mind of you know if i'm going to be spending money this is this is this is going to be coming out of the, the money i've got left and
1: let's use the word invest yes because invest, yep. i do think spending on your business shouldn't be spending in the same way that we go out and we buy like wine and a new pair of shoes I do genuinely think when you when you look at spending for your business it should be something that you can go right I'm going to do this and it's going to cost me an absolutely terrifying amount of money yeah but I can see that over time it's going to give me this this and this in return and that return might not be monetary yeah
0: yeah absolutely so I was saying to you
1: earlier like my studio has given me some monetary return Mm -hmm. and has given me some but has also given me really intangible things like well, I suppose it's quite tangible, somewhere to meet people um, that isn't my home because as a single woman on my own, I don't necessarily want people in my house. It has given me some like reputational standing because I run a studio. I'm not necessarily a studio photographer and only a studio photographer but i have a studio i have some lighting knowledge that has led to some work that i wouldn't have got before because i didn't have the knowledge or the space or the premises to take it's it's given me some it, there's definitely some stuff that isn't necessarily monetary related it's also given me some friendships friendships and contacts and people from from the same building which i had no idea would would come
0: about mm. and um,
1: yeah so i I think but i do think anything you spend in your business should be considered an investment
0: yes yeah yeah. what
1: are you going to get back from it? if you're not getting anything at all back from it why are you spending it
0: yeah no that makes sense and i think that's money
1: mindset as much as the income side i think Mm. what's going out is probably even more important than what's coming in well this is it
0: but the the, the fear i had before was uh, you know i couldn't spend the money because i hadn't earned the money yet so that was yes and having to learn that actually sometimes you need to spend the money first to, yeah, yeah, to to, to get actually get help it, you get the, the money definitely.
1: coming in. So have you going back to the woo a little bit? Mm. Have you noticed at any point? So you might remember I can't I think I did talk about it on the podcast because I think I was quite sweary and it was around the time we were recording. So towards the end of last year, um, I had a hard drive fail on me. Yes, yeah,
0: so I remember distinctly. And yes, and I, I was not happy about this
1: <laughs> because it was the hard drive. It was the only hard drive I didn't have backed up because it was the hard drive with all my personal stuff on it. So mm. all my client stuff is backed up four times. Times. my personal stuff not still not fucking backed up twice but let's not talk <laughs> about that anyway so, <laughs> learning has not so, taken
0: place clearly
1: learning has clearly not taken <laughs> place um, however I found somewhere that was reliable that would be able to get the data back and the cost was £600 and I was not very happy about that but I was like fine I need to get it I've got no other way of doing it let's give it a go um and I find it very interesting that that £600 I was freaking out about spending and then I think it was the following day or the day after I think I just had the 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 courier come and collect it um and then I got an inquiry through and um the combination of um package plus travel plus whatever came to 602 pounds
0: yeah so was there's like, the money for There's a you thing.
1: Needed. do you know th- <laughs> i mean it's not quite because obviously you pay tax on what comes in and yeah blah, but blah. even but so it was a really interesting balance in my head and that's not the first time that's happened that's just the most
0: recent i think time i don't i think a lot of the stuff since i um actually since the very day i turned around to you and said carla this year i'm gonna be working on my money mindset I yeah. see so many more things now. And I think it is probably just it's a bit like, you know, when you say, it's Oh I haven't, seen, I haven't seen any green cars recently and then all of a sudden. And then all, all you, you see is, is green, green cars. cars. Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah, um, yeah. percent. you know, it is that so that that awareness of it. But I think that's the that's probably the main basis behind saying I want to do something about my money mindset is to become more aware of it and to make the changes that you need to make, or even just be aware that there are some areas that you need to work on or you have some blocks about spending yeah
1: I think actually you're right I think that's that's a really good point to make I think identifying mm. your issues around money yes whether they're blocks whether they're um, assumptions whether they're limiting beliefs whether they're other things there's, there's lots of jargon in the industry as well I think yes. I would be um aware that there are things that people say and this is a thing and you're like oh my god that's a thing that i do and then there's other things that people say and you're like stop spouting bollocks at me but Mm -hmm. you know i i think i think go in with open eyes is is probably advice i would give um but yes i think awareness and and being knowing knowing what you're dealing with makes it much easier to then tackle those things yes
0: yeah, i agree mm-hmm.
1: um and i'm, I'm I've, I've been blown away by the change in yours because i my money mindset journey started when i started my business and i found denise duffield thomas who i know you also read yes she's fabulous and um we'll link to some of her stuff In fact, i'm not even sure what she's doing right now but um I still go back to her books and on some of her exercises regularly. Mm. And I think I've actually got a bit rusty. I think I've got there's some stuff that I've has kind of slipped into my standard routine and there's some stuff that I just haven't done for ages because you know. And and actually when you do do it so things like one of the things I've got in mind specifically is um is tracking mm. every every bit of income that comes to you every bit of um so whether that is 20p you find on the street whether that is actually you pop past your parents and they made you dinner um you know and so you didn't have to pay for for dinner that evening you know little little all the little things but once you start noticing and appreciating those you do find that your abundance grows and now i do sound like a wee person but i am quite a wee person oh yeah no
0: i i totally get that i'm very much a um believer in when the money comes in i do literally sit there and go thank you universe for for bringing those things to me so and noticing it yes. it's a bit of a mindful thing so i suppose mindset mindful it's going to be
1: um you know connected but i think noticing what's going on yeah. has a lot of power even if you don't do any more than that even mm-hmm. if all you take away from this this episode is noticing your own attitude to money Definitely. or noticing where you got your attitude to money yeah um or noticing why you worry because a lot of us worry irrationally about money mm yes which i think is interesting um and i do include myself in that i am not immune from worrying irrationally about money or anything else um and i think that's that's often a learned behavior from childhood life adulthood experiences various things but i think knowing where it comes from makes it easier to tackle
0: yeah i agree with that definitely
1: yeah
0: so can we talk about a little bit about we we talked about um well, we briefly talked about pricing. I think we said we're probably going to end up doing a whole episode on pricing. I think we'll do. And we. so
1: we'll probably touch on some more of this stuff in more detail. Yes, as definitely. Well. But can
0: we talk about discounting just for a minute? Oh, yes. Yes. Talk to me about discounting. Discounting. How, I mean, I. <sighs> I went through a real phase when I was back when I was a wedding photographer of obviously taking on a lot of clients who were people that I was working with in the ambulance service which is lovely because I knew lots of them however I started to develop a bit of a dislike for being asked about discounts on a regular basis just I just I don't know what it is I don't know if it's just the assumption oh because I work with her because I know her or whatever but I I I remember turning around to myself one day and I thought, do you know what? This is what I'm going to do. If they get in touch with me and they decide they want to book me and there is no mention of a discount at all, I'm going to give them a complimentary discount. That's amazing. And if they ask But if they me, ask,
1: they don't get one.
0: <laughs> exactly. Oh, see,
1: now this is really interesting because there's a theory, isn't there, around discounting that some there are people who will ask for a discount on everything but mm-hmm. don't necessarily expect to get it and it's just part of how they are and how yeah they uh, my husband life. is
0: one of those people
1: right <laughs> and then there's the other people who just find it the height of fucking rudeness when I've set a price to ask if you can pay less than that yeah I'm one of those people
0: yeah
1: <laughs> actually that's not true I don't mind people asking for a discount because I have got much much better at explaining A. why I don't really discount because it's not fair on my existing clients my prices are set for a reason um, if you are finding my price is hard to pay there are payment plans or if you just can't afford me that's fine here's a list of other people that do what I do cheaper knock yeah, yourself out
0: absolutely and
1: that comes from confidence more than and, and experience and knowing your worth mm.
0: Mm-hmm. I think yes it's true
1: but in the beginning it's very difficult so I well I had, yeah, you, you want to like, take
0: on every booking don't you that's that's the thing you yeah, want the money so you want to
1: take on every booking but then also often in the beginning your clients are your friends and family and your colleagues mm-hmm. and, and that is really hard because you know them I think people in fact I imagine especially with weddings the weddings I've shot have all been for friends and that, although I had a whale of a time I guarantee the families would have listened to me if they hadn't known me since I was 10 years old Like, it wouldn't have been quite as hard to herd with the drunken uncles and stuff around. Or even the
0: fact that that they knew you, but if they'd known that, that, you know, you were being paid a... a a, a full amount of money yeah i mean i don't i I think it's it's
1: sometimes i think it's just if you're a stranger because i know like when i helped you at the wedding that the when i seconded for you at the wedding you know people listen to us because they didn't know us Mm. um it's like oh better listen to the photographer but when it's like oh little carla i remember little carla patting you (laughs) on the head they just don't listen so and that's not the case obviously you know everything but i think i think when you're working also i think your friends and family they feel like they're but one of my friends said to me actually um she's very wise I'm very lucky, I have some very wise friends. But she said to me, so I we when she, she wanted to book a shoot for her um side business and she said, And I really want to pay you and I was like, No, 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 don't be daft. you know, I'm happy to do it for you free. And she was like, Carla, I am your friend. I should want to pay you more than the random down the street and I was like, Oh yeah, that's true. Like if you're my friend and I like, she was like, If I support your business, I should want to pay you because if I didn't book you, I would have to pay somebody else. Exactly. And I was like, this is a bit I mean, this is quite a long time ago, but this is a like a Light, but I, you can't see my face. But there was a definite think, light bulb moment going on there. I seem like, to
0: recall you and I having a very similar conversation as well. Actually, when you did my yeah. headshots, because uh, you were like, "Oh no, oh it's God. fine." Charging you was impossible.
1: Like, <laughs> was and so I was hard. Like,
0: Why? Why are you not charging me? Because this is what you should be doing. So yeah,
1: yeah, it is. It, it's true. It's true. And I, again, I do think, but that was such a long time ago, and confidence yeah. has grown. The, and everything do you know what? Do you know, so do you know what my time? thing is?
0: Actually, the the way I kind of look at this is is um and i've said i've had this conversation with other friends since then who've sort of said to me oh you know is there any chance you can do this and we'll trade you know for something or whatever oh yeah i'm trading is absolutely fine to a degree but we'll talk about that in a second but Uh for me the idea is is if if they're paying me i'm going to do a better job for them i'm more invested in it because they're paying me money i will always treat my paying clients Better than the people I'm yes, doing freebies free ones, for. Absolutely. As yeah, much yeah, as I, I love all my friends and family and would want to do free things for them, the I mean the paying I, I, so clients always first. You're so.
1: very right. And actually, I now have two things that I do um when it comes to mates' rates or startups or other people that ask for discounts. So mm. I have a beautiful brochure. Uh, which has all which is for my you know when people inquire that's what they get they get a brochure in the post and um, because I know that's really old fashioned but I'm quite old fashioned and it it works it converts really well actually as a business tool it it converts much better than email ever did so and it's the same it's exactly the same brochure it's just printed so Mm -hmm. that's a thing and then I have a PDF which is, I also print out and I tuck it in to the people who I want to offer the discounts to or if it's a friend or a... And this is, you know, this is anyone from a friend to a startup to, you know, anyone who I think qualifies for that discount because actually ultimately it's my business, so I get to decide. And that has got the same packages laid out as in the brochure and then it's got the main price crossed out and it's got the discounted rate. And I review that every year and that is how much, if you want to book me as a friend, mm-hmm. that is what you will pay. And I found two things. One, I found that that gives them an idea of what your value actually is, mm. because I think particularly if you've changed direction or changed career, people struggle to see you as the thing. And secondly, it just takes all the awkwardness away. You don't have to have the conversation about how much it costs. You just send it. You say, "Pop me your address, and I'll send. I'll put it in the post." And then you, and then they can choose. Yeah. And, and that I found makes it much easier than trying. Because also, what comes out of my mouth is don't worry, I don't need to charge you for that. I love you, you're my friend. And that's not actually helpful to them or you. No, it's the not. The other thing that I do, the second thing that I do, is um, I explain to them, if, if, if there is a freebie happening, I explain to them they will be at the bottom of my editing list, the bottom of my contact list, not because of any reason, but I have to prioritise my paying clients because this is my livelihood. Nine times out of ten, they're either, that's absolutely fine, I'm not in a rush and it takes six months, or actually no i'd prefer to pay what are your rates what are your rates for paying yeah. because i'd need this yesterday and then that's absolutely fine exactly. and, and no, nobody so far has freaked out and ended a friendship over it so which no, is kind no, of what i subconsciously is worrying the about the thing so, is as yeah. well, you'll
0: find that yeah exactly i think there's this there's a, there is an assumption especially when you are a, a new small business is that oh god you know people are expecting me to do stuff for them for free and yeah a lot of the time they're actually not some people are. I will wholly, you know. But it's okay to are, say no to the ones that are. Exactly. Well you yes. Know, or, you know, just wait and see whether they ask for a discount or not, like I used to. Well,
1: I, I do like that <laughs> approach very much actually, like, So you kind of actually had like a two tier system, but it was it was opposite almost, to everybody else's two tier system. It was almost
0: like a little test basically that I was yeah. putting them under. Yeah, the ones that passed, yeah. you know, got themselves a nice little discount, the ones that didn't. I really I'm really
1: enjoying the sneakiness <laughs> of this like this sneaky test they didn't know they were having it. A test. Like, I'm probably going to get a
0: bunch of really text so messages happy. where they you know, if they ever listen to this. Balls! Podcast
1: yeah. Now, it was a long time ago. Get over it. <laughs> but
0: let's circle back there to talk about trading as well a little bit yes. then.
1: because Yes. Talk to me about trading because you've got some good firm views on trading. I think, yeah, my,
0: my, my, as far as. I moved to Canada and discovered that trading is a big thing here, a really big thing. Everyone trades services. Oh, if I do this for you, can you do this for me? Blah, blah, blah. And there are people trading left, right and centre. However, what I was then discovering was, is that actually a lot of these people didn't really want the traded services that they were trading. It's just because it was the done thing. And I... Oh, that's, yeah. And I dislike that, I'm afraid, because, you know, trading for a service that is of no use to me does not pay my bills you know it doesn't yes it doesn't and it
1: doesn't even save you on a bill that you would have otherwise paid exactly yes, it just gives me something 100%. that
0: i didn't really want in the first place so yeah
1: um
0: so i am Actually very no, much of yeah. the mind that if you if you're trading services it needs to be something that you want as much as you yes. know
1: uh, and that it's, then it's okay to say so it's okay to approach people but in the same vein it's okay to say no if somebody approaches yes. you because for example if somebody comes to me and says i would really like some headshots can i exchange for a massage i'm gonna say no because massages hurt
0: me mm.
1: like i'm just not very good at having them i squeak all the way through them, and I. Come away feeling worse than when I started. It's so <laughs> not that's, an enjoyable experience. For although you. it's a well
0: meant thing, <laughs> yeah. it's not actually going to add to my life, and it's not something I on the other hand. I would wave my arms at that because hell yes, I love a good massage. Right. So, so yeah. yeah,
1: exactly. So I think it's very personal, and it is. Yeah, I think that's a really good point to bring up. Mm. That is, and it's okay to say no. It is okay to say actually no, I don't want to trade for that. You don't even have to say I don't do trades. You can just say I don't want to trade yeah, for that. Exactly. That's fine. Yeah. Like that's it. okay.
0: Yeah. i'm um,
1: Interesting that there's a culture of it though. I think really something
0: I've certainly noticed since moving here definitely there's a real Cause like
1: it does happen food. over here but i wouldn't say it's yeah that it was especially when i first
0: um, came here and some of the first networking groups I, I went to there was there was a lot of that going on and i was just like mm, yeah but i don't really uh, want your yeah. mlm product but thank you so should
1: <laughs> should the rule of thumb then be if it's something that you would genuinely part with money for from that person mm. then it's okay to trade yeah absolutely
0: yeah i think that's yeah. that's a
1: reasonable yeah
0: i think so, so. i mean and, um, to, and let's even <laughs> define the parameters a little bit more there because there are things that you know there are things that they might turn around and offer a trade but their product or whatever it is is worth maybe half the price of what i'm offering in which yeah. case I would much rather they paid me and I will pay them so pay them yes yeah, yeah that's true yeah.
1: yeah Yeah. I mean I think I've had I've had a couple in the past where we would literally be exchanging the exact same amount of, mon- um, of money mm-hmm. every month yeah which is in dark. which case you might as well just um, trade yeah I get yeah. it I'm also just going to caveat like mm-hmm. find out the rules on this if you are doing this regularly find out the rules of whether you have to put it on your tax return yes. because some sometimes that is a thing some some countries I know it isn't I in know UK it is there here there are certain things yeah. you have to put through Um. don't get yourself like don't don't get yourself into trouble through trying to do something nice so yeah do the legal things um also while we're on that note because i do think it's a that is a mindset thing although not strictly a money mindset have a fucking contract even if it's a freebie or a trade yes they can still sign the contract it means your insurance will be valid it means that if you have insurance but hopefully hopefully if you're in business you have insurance um it means your insurance will be valid it means you're protected they're protected there is a an agreement in place i just think that's so important and i think a lot of people don't do that because they're nervous of like almost like if the money isn't there they feel or if it's less money oh i don't just put it in the if necessary put in the contract x package discounted to zero that's fine but at least you've got something i do think i can't stress that enough i think that's really yeah no i agree with that
0: definitely and i don't work without a contract anymore being a professional you know as part of your business shouldn't change just because there's no actual money changing hands yeah i get that absolutely. absolutely yeah yeah
1: definitely so, yeah, I think, I mean, I think I could go far more into pricing, but I think we might just do another episode on that because I would be here for another 25 minutes talking about. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I've got some very firm
0: opinions on Definitely. pricing. Definitely. So. Is there anything else we um, wanted to cover? I can't, I can't. Oh, we um, haven't mentioned Profit First. Can we just quickly touch oh, on that? Oh, yes, because let's put in
1: Profit First. For me, that my... I did my first, I did my first Profit tra- First transfer today. Well very done. I, this yeah. is a, so, yeah. let's talk,
0: Profit, profit talk First about, is a book. Go through it it's briefly. It's a book yes. by a man whose name I cannot pronounce, Mike something or other. We'll put it in the show notes, because I, show I show heard notes. someone pronounce it the other day, and I was like, oh, that's I how have, you said you know it, I forgot. I have heard time. someone say
1: it out loud, and I don't want to risk saying
0: it wrong, so we'll put yes, it in the notes. definitely. Yeah. It's a very long surname. Let's, let's just go with that. However, surname aside, he is fabulous. Oh, absolutely, yes. This, so this yes. It's, it's based on a, it's a principle that he's come up with, and it's about paying yourself profit first before you take your expenses out of your income basically um you know i, I can't go into all of that i'm i can explain this very well so no
1: i would say it is essentially it's a budgeting system yes. but different from how you're taught to budget totally so i was different. taught to budget take out your expenses, then take out your, or take out your tax, then take out your expenses, then see what's left over. Mm -hmm. This is take, and it it might only be at the moment, well, so I did 5% today because I haven't done it for months, but uh, usually my profit um, split is like two and a half percent. And then, because obviously with the studio, my costs are quite high. The idea is that you take out expenses last. So what's left over is what you have to run your business on. Exactly. I have had to adapt that since taking on the studio because I don't want to lose the studio through not paying the rent. That would Mm -hmm. be a stupid thing to do. So yeah, so I balance it that way. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, taking it out, and it, it's it's a tiny amount. So when you when you move, so like today, I think from everything I took in the whole of um, April, I put, like, 95 quid across, which is not actually a huge sum of money in itself, mm-hmm. but it'll grow, it will grow, and it does, sits there, and it, grows, and it grows, and it grows, and it grows. And that's just profit. That's not paying yourself. Yeah. That paying yourself. That is separate from paying yourself. That is separate from paying your bills. That is separate from your tax and savings and whatever. It's that is literally fun just
0: stuff. That's what fun, it's Fun, profit, joy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And And I I spent last
1: year, I didn't have a lot in there last year, but I spent it on a really beautiful brass fountain pen and it was the best feeling. It was like like 60 quid. I mean, that wasn't all of it, but it was like 60 quid. It was not a huge amount of money, but it's more than I would normally have. It's that little reward for yourself,
0: exactly. And And would you have had the money if you weren't doing that, exactly? Well, I
1: probably would have had the money, but I probably wouldn't have allowed myself to spend it on something frivolous like another sodding fountain pen (laughs) because I'd have too many. (laughs) Um, But every time I use it now, I have this
0: thrill of pride that like...
1: Yeah, so it's I such I a good started. So I can't recommend that enough. Yeah, I
0: started the profit first method first uh, of March, so I'm two months into it now, Ooh. and Ooh. in that time I've seen the amount, the actual overall amount in my account double so it's amazing isn't it how are you doing
1: it are you yeah oh actually do know well let's not go into the details of how you do it he recommends doing it just um checking your balance twice a month and and processing the the numbers twice a month yeah i think i'm not i'm not as strict as him
0: with that so i I tend tend to do it it at
1: the end of the month oh so so are you doing
0: the end of the month i tend to do it after any significant amount of income that goes into the account basically so i just tot it up and then i I, i've got a lovely little um Another spreadsheet that I... Spreadsheet? Uh, it was a freebie spreadsheet. Are you now the secret spreadsheet queen? I, well, I, thing, I have though? a lot of spreadsheets these days. It's a, but it's, a, it's an awesome one because basically you put in the income amount and you've already put your percentages in for how you're splitting it. So it just tells you exactly what you need to put into each mm-hmm. account. So... Are, are we keeping really you up there, Carla?
1: Sorry, it's been a really, <laughs> really long day. I don't really know why. But I didn't get to my desk till 4pm. It's only 10.30, oh, but I am really you. struggling today. Yeah, Sorry. That's okay. But not struggling with this, no, just no. struggling
0: to yeah. not yawn. But so um, I have a, I am wholeheartedly, I love the Profit First Method because yeah. I have seen, I've seen my business changing again even since the yeah. money mindset I stuff. I agree, so. I agree.
1: And even when it's only, as I say, I think my, my first year's profit was, I think it was like, I don't know. £103 pounds or some some really tiny but specific amount of money. But it's £103 that you're not spending on something that else, I would so. and, and his his real thing is that money is not to be used, except in possibly dire emergency. Like obviously don't go into debt if you've got money sitting in your profit account, that would be stupid. But the, the, the mindset behind it is that that is for you, that is for you to invest in fun or experiences or put in savings if you want or spend on kit or mm. anything you want to do with it, you can do with that profit account. That's what, what is it's the there thing for. he
0: said um, actually is that uh, the thing that I read the other day was that um, I think it's the start of every quarter you should withdraw half of what's in your profit account and go and buy something nice for yourself. And I haven't done that yet. Oh. That's such a good idea. That's that's a good call. Yeah, so that that's um something that I am very excited about doing at, at the end of this quarter. Just saying,
1: I like this very much. <laughs> well, on that very positive note. On that note,
0: positive note, definitely. It's the, it's the end of season three. We are there. The end Carla. of season three. Yes. And
1: I managed to call it season three twice now. Do you know what I do feel like? For anyone who doesn't know me personally, I am not as ditzy as I come across in this podcast. Which kind of is. I just. <laughs> Thanks, dude. I love you too. <laughs> said with love. I just love. get excited. It's, it's not it's not ditsiness. It's just overexcitement. That's what it least. is. It's passion. My words get passion. lost on the way to my on the way to my mouth. So they happen in my brain, and then it happens too quickly, and then my mouth gets It's confused, all the fizz and
0: sparkles that are popping. It's all the fizz yeah. and sparkles, yes, yeah. Absolutely. So much sparkles, yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, I mean, I think there's so much more we could talk about. But I w- I would sum up with. Um, with thank you for listening for the to the uh to the whole season. I hope you've listened to the whole season. If you Things haven't, crossed. go back and listen to the rest of yeah. the season. She's wagging <laughs> her finger at you now. <laughs> um, and um, and and I hope that this particular episode leaves you with with a a sense of possibility. Yeah. Because I think money can feel very very weird, and I I think changing your mindset towards it can be the most freeing thing so that, that's what i'd like to leave you with from this
0: season i think absolutely and i'm just going to finish off by saying go off and be creative and wonderful and just love Sparkly life yes. and excellent yes yeah.
1: yes i approve Fabulous. and we shall see you guys in uh, in around six weeks time absolutely have a fab time have a lovely time bye bye thanks so much for listening we'd love for you to rate us review us and subscribe on your favorite podcast app five stars please where can people find us online, Carla? We are on Facebook and Instagram at Creative Reboot Co. And we also have a Facebook group which we'd love you to join to come and talk to us about the episodes. Just search for Creative Reboot Group.
0: And you can also go to our website, creativereboot.co, where you can subscribe to our mailing list and get in touch with us if you fancy being a guest or have topics that you want us to chat about. We'll look forward to seeing you there.
1: Oh you. Yeah.